0: Uh, we're apologized. Uh, the FBI raided <laughs> us very shortly ago. Um, apparently, they were looking for Mochi's uh, cookies that Jerry had stashed had under his pillow.
1: It um, heard out. The
0: Wonderful they were. And, you know, they don't like us talking about how they raided Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> and uh, Jerry was talking smack about them and didn't like that. So, apologize for that, Jerry. Would you please? He was actually wrapping up and did all of this great wrap-up. And you all missed it, <laughs> so I'll try I will to
1: summarize it quickly.
0: I will have to listen to it again. Lucky you. Uh,
1: anyway, we're finally back. I'll sum up the part with Donald Trump talking about wishing to lower the temperature with this. On August nineteenth, Trump posted on True Social: "The law enforcement of our country has become that of a third-world nation, and I do not believe the people will stand for it." Now, is there? end quote. Is there any possible way that that's coming from someone who's trying to lower the temperature in the country? Seriously, he just said that the law enforcement of our country has become that of a third world nation. He's saying that he doesn't believe the people will stand for it. Is this really, does it even remotely sound like someone that's trying to lower the temperature? In conclusion, my verdict, that Trump's claim to want to lower the temperature is obviously patently false. His actions say that he intends to do the exact opposite.
0: When has he ever done that?
1: Wanted to lower the temperature of anything? Yes. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. Hey, you agree. know, and I, I don't dislike Trump. I just you stole a little bit of my thunder earlier. Oh, I want to sorry. leave you with a couple of questions. Number one, why did Trump take and keep the classified documents? I, I do not know. It's, again, we know that he could have easily early on blamed this on, you know, some guy making minimum wage that they hired to pack him up. He didn't need to. No one believes that he, his family, any of the, you know, his top people packed anything. They didn't. Number two. So we're saying that we don't know why that he took and kept the documents. Secondly, and most importantly, why did he take? Them? What does he want to do with them? That was where you stole a little bit of my thunder. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to steal your thunder. You're absolutely fine. Hey, sorry it took
0: so long, man. I'm coming. Are you okay? Do long you need time. oxygen? What? Well, you were long winded. Long winded. Are, are you like ready to run a marathon, or is that you what you're can. training
1: for? I, I think you're missing the
0: point. Anytime
1: you want to cover Trump's faults,
0: oh, that's where you get take, excited. Right, it
1: will take a long time to begin that, to even that attempt to cover.
0: Is things. where. The you know if 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 somebody wants to cover Trump's faults, especially the president of Joe Biden's fan club, it's going to take them a while. I'm just saying. So I I got one quick thing that I saw before I get into my topic. What's it? Scientists just found a living creation that's 800 million years old. Uh, If if you want to, and it's not necessarily one beating that it's not like a turtle that's 120. No, no, it's a collection of germs. And the best way to describe it is sort of like coral, except on a microscopic level and that has been building on itself for 800 million years. Pretty cool stuff. <laughs> I thought you were going to
1: say that Biden predated this or something.
0: No, no, that, you know, for all of Biden's faults, um, and the fact that he doesn't really know where he is most of the time, <laughs> I am convinced of that. Uh, the one thing he hasn't claimed is that he invented the internet. Very true. Uh, he hasn't claimed that he's never, you know, He, I don't even think he knows what the internet is. But let's just put that out there. You and I even said the other day that he, he, he is obviously looking and being very much his age at this point
1: and has been for some time, yeah, it's not just brand new, more and more it seems like all the time. But,
0: uh, so let's let's talk executive orders from presidents. Let's do it. Um, and we're not going to spend a mega ton of time on this because
1: because <laughs> I took up so much time.
0: Well, yeah, we, we don't have a lot of time, and that's fine, but. The one thing that I believe, and if I'm wrong, you can correct me if you have a difference of opinion, but I think we're pretty aligned, that most people would think... Now, first of all, the executive order has been around since George Washington, okay? This is nothing, and I I looked and looked and looked to find where it's constitutional. I can't find it in the Constitution anyway. There's nothing
1: that delegates...
0: It's simply... Something that people agree need to happen. Now, prior to telephone lines and prior to the Internet and cell phones and jets that can bring you from California to Washington in a few hours, um, I would have thought that executive orders would have been uh, more prevalent in the earlier annals of our history. One would think. Um, But that's not the case at all. In fact, (laughs) uh, George Washington, for example, he had a total in eight years of eight executive orders. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, I I think that – and remind me, because I'm going to forget, okay? Remind me why, why I think that there should ever even be an executive order. There's only a couple of issues for me that mean, hey, we need to make something happen right now. Well,
1: the very first, pres- the very first presidential executive order ever, by Washington, is a good example of how it can be done right. His first one, on June 8, 1789, which he addressed to the heads of the federal departments, instructed them, and I quote, to impress me with a full, precise, and distinct general idea of the affairs of the United States, end quote. Now that's an executive order that no one's going to have a problem with. No. Tell me what we're doing, how we're doing, where we stand, what we need to work on.
0: You know, we both ran retail stores. Um, That's how you, that's how you should. That's just, that's how you should lead. You should want to be involved with the people directly under you so that they are directly involved with the people under them. And then everybody knows what's going on. Absolutely. Um, I, I just, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, so, and you're, don't cheat. Pretend you don't know. Okay. <laughs> who do you think, and we have several listeners live right now, who do you guys think had the most executive orders? I'll give you all like two or three seconds to answer. Go ahead and type your answer, put it in there, because I think that'll be fun exercise. Uh, and I'm going to cover some others. Uh Did you know that there is exactly one president that has zero, zero executive orders? Would you like to know who that is? Um, Served eight years? Well, actually, that's not true. He he served .8 years. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Mr. William Henry Harris. Yes. He had none. And he was only in, in office for eight months. He died of the flu. No, right? that's
1: .08. That's not .8. Oh. That's .08. That's true. How long was he in office? I'm thinking like less than a month. No, he, he he was the guy that had the- He got pneumonia. While on. giving a speech no, in the right wearing in.
0: Yeah, while being sworn in. That's right. That's right. And he was giving the speech in the rain because it was outside. Yeah, that's right. And died shortly after. Yeah, that's right. I, it's been like you know, I don't know, 20, 30 <laughs> years since I've had history class. I'm catching up.
1: We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. He had. He was only in office for .08 years, and he's the only one with zero. But we've got several, including John Adams, James Madison, James Monroe, who had one. Yeah. The last two, James Monroe and James Madison, were in office for eight years and had one.
0: So, uh, Peyton, who's listening to us, says that, yeah. So he says that uh, he thinks it's Obama had the most. Well, without further ado, it's time to find out who had the most. So far, uh, Joe Biden's been in president one year and just a little over a year and a half. He's got 96. President Trump who was very, very popular, and as far as liked to write them, 220.
1: But actually not that bad at it.
0: No. He only wrote, he averaged four a year. Four uh, years, uh, So, or uh, 55 a year. He was in office for four years. Yeah. I had those numbers backwards. President Obama, uh, Peyton's guess, 276, and that's over eight years. So he was only averaging like 25 a year. 35. 35 a year. See, math. uh, You math people make me ill. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, in recent memory, by far the biggest one in, in, in any recent memory would be two. Uh, William Jefferson or Bill Clinton had 364. Uh, George W. had 291. And my man, Ronald Reagan, had 381. But those don't even come close to the man who had the most.
1: Not even close.
0: Maybe 10%. Yeah. The the one who had the most executive orders out of all the presidents came in at a whopping 3,721. Now, that being said, he did serve 12 years. And he was there during a world war, the, the World War, a Great Depression. After, yeah, he yeah, brought us he, in. After. He brought us in. He after brought the, us the after, and that's depression. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Three thousand seven hundred twenty-one executive orders. Um, an average of how many per year? Three hundred seven. Three oh seven. Um, and now there was in that same time period it was a lot. Woodrow Wilson, who most people think that it was his wife that was actually doing all the all of the. Leadership of the country. Wood, uh, Woodrow had suffered a, a massive stroke very early in his presidency, and most people think that his wife did. Eight, a lot of the stuff. Yeah, eighteen hundred. Uh, Calvin Coolidge, twelve hundred, and you know that was only in five years. So he was writing; his arm was sore. Uh, now, what are all these executive orders do? Why are they are, are doing it? <laughs> Oh, I agree with you double. I like Ronald. He's my hero. Even though he's, uh, which you all will find out some shocking information on our September 11th edition um, about my hero, Ronald Reagan. Prepare to have your heart broke just a little. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, so in the beginning, there was never a, there was never a anything authorizing presidents to have this executive power. Never was. It's not in the Constitution, articles, anywhere. anywhere. It's not in the government rule book, any papers, anywhere. Um, but it was a general consensus that in times of dire need, that a decision needed to be made quickly. That <laughs> she says you and I listened. <laughs> I said, what? Uh, talking about the the episode on September oh. 11. Um, so, for decision or an action that has to be either had right. or responded immediately, most people are in consensus that an executive action or executive order is, in fact, perfectly legal, according to all the Necessary, necessary evil. Probably, yeah. Necessary. Um, because in, in olden times, before there were phones and instant communications and travel across the country, it could take weeks just to get everybody notified that you have to come back in, to make a vote on whatever, um, much less them actually getting there. So if you're a, a, a congressman in California and you have to get to Washington for a vote, it could take you several weeks. Um, and you hope you don't dive dysentery on the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, what we are finding that in recent years, and by recent years, I mean presidents Reagan up, Um, where we do have cell phones, we do have instant communication, we have uh, planes that can fly you from California to Washington in eight hours to make a vote. What this power is starting to turn into in, in a lot of cases is legislation through the executive branch. Uh, and Republicans are just as guilty as it is Democrats. A lot of one of the big, we always talk about talking points between the two different parties. Mm -hmm. One of the big talking points that Republicans always say is that the Democrats legislate from the bench. We hear that all the time when it comes to, we need a Republican president so we can get Republican judges who don't The Republican presidents are also legislating from the executive position. Um, and they're doing so in in terms of money. Uh, the FDR thing that you had brought up in in, in uh, before, right before the show came on, if it were converted to today's money, we're talking trillions of 4. dollars. 5. One point five trillion dollars. A little background on that. For
1: one, FDR started the WPA, uh, which was an effort to get us out from under the Great Depression. And the WPA was a result of that. He signed an executive order that started that. It was several billion dollars. Uh, but money in 1935, I think it was when he signed that. How does that compare with money now? Well, what he did was spend 6.7% of the GDP. 6.7% of today's GDP, if you want to compare it that way, would be $1.5 trillion.
0: For one executive action. For one action. if. If Joe Biden or Donald Trump tried to do that today, the world would turn on its head. Not really. I mean, maybe, but
1: here's the point. We would hope. Joe Biden just spent 20% of that to forgive college loans. Yeah. yeah. 300 and something million dollars. So, no, it's not $1.5 trillion, but it's one-fifth of it. Yeah, he that's... just spent 20% of that. So, and you're right.
0: We should... We should absolutely be going bonkers because the way the government is set up. Not the way it's supposed to work. Is the executive branch oversees and signs into laws. Mm -hmm. Senate's job is to make laws and the Congress's job is to control the purse. Anything that requires spending should come out of Congress before it's passed. And it shouldn't. Sure as hell, before it's enacted and it starts to to be processed through the it has to have a congressional vote. Should you would think this is and, stupid? And I don't
1: care what it is. I don't care if it's forgiving college loans. I don't care if it's if it's building a wall between the United States and Mexico. I don't either. I don't I care agree. if it's trying to start the WPA. The Congress, the Constitution was very explicit in the fact of who's supposed to control the purse strings. It is Congress. Yeah, it is not the president. And we're not talking about good or bad on the student loans. That's a whole different topic for a different day. I kind but, of agree that some help needed to be given. I just disagree with the fact that any one person
0: constitutionally does not have the right to do this. Right. People and been allowed to do it. Yeah. I, I, well, I don't disagree that some help can be given as long as we have a way that everybody, that it's being paid for with cuts, not with taxation. I would agree with that. That's what I'm saying. Our government spends, we did a whole show on on all the stupid things our government spends money on. You can't stop that. You can't stop sending money to countries that hate us and pay for this. No, you want to tax people? That's stupid. It drives me insane.
1: Rand Paul, just a quick aside on that. Rand Paul had the greatest quote ever. He said people are constantly saying that Republicans and Democrats can't agree on anything. He said that's extremely inaccurate. We agree every day to spend tons
0: of money that we don't have. And they don't produce. Yep. They don't make $1 in Washington. They may make the dollars, but they don't earn $1 in Washington. It's ridiculous. So, uh, back to an aside real quick because we're way over time today. <laughs> don't worry. I'll cut half of it
1: out. Uh, <laughs> From splicing the you're you're just
0: going to cut my part out, right? I'll cut out all those silly references to a raid. Oh, well, because it <laughs> was a raid. But listen, seriously. Yes. If you're the president and we are we are attacked right you have the right and should have the right Absolutely. to respond with equal and massive action to protect there is necessary citizens. yes whatever's necessary however at earliest opportunity if that means we're sending boots on the ground it's my 1 million percent uh, uh, thought that if you're going to send boots Senate needs to send boots.
1: You've got time to approve. You've got time to get it
0: approved. If if you're going to send how many billions of dollars, and listen, I'm not knocking, yeah, rabbit hole, absolutely, you're 100% right. I'm not knocking that Ukraine needed some help, but at this point, it's hundreds of billions of dollars, not one vote to make that happen.
1: I think there was one. Okay, one vote. Out of one set of money, and there's been money sent multiple times. Right. Totally agree. Not only money, maybe the first time, We've but sent a every gun. other time. We We've had plenty of time to get congressional approval.
0: Right, and, and you know we send those people there to do a specific job. From Kentucky, we send a couple of really good ones: Rand Paul in, in the in the Senate, Congress Thomas Massey in the in the House, and, and you know they're going to do what's right according to the Constitution. You forgot your boy. Who? Mitch. Mitch is not my boy. Oh, sorry. Mitch is
1: your boy. I've never been a fan of Mitch at all. Me either. At all.
0: Yes. See, I and Peyton just threw in that they can send the Marine Corps in pretty much anywhere for 30 days with con- without congressional approval. And I don't agree with that. If you're going to send boots on the ground, it needs to be approved by somebody other than one person, bluntly. Um, in fact, uh, I, I struggle to find any other situation where, in today's world, an executive action is even warranted. Um, maybe a collapse of of, of of the dollar. Maybe you have to put some emergency stops in to, to stop the stock market from collapsing. Um, maybe... Well, that's pretty much it. But see,
1: that's the problem. We can envision certain things like the collapse of the dollar, uh, a world war, whatever, that might need instant action. And that's why I think no one from the judicial branch, including the Supreme Court, has ever stepped in and said, this is illegal and constitutional. We need to end it because they see certain things that could potentially happen that would need immediate action. That's the problem is how do you legislate around it? And you and I have talked about it. It's come to the point where the first few months, every time we go from a Republican to a Democrat or Democrat to Republican, they're both guilty. Wow. It seems like the first guy will spend the first month or two undoing what the previous guy did. Our guy,
0: Kevin here, who is a retired army guy. I, a best friend of mine has boots on the ground putting steel on target this very minute in Ukraine. And, and the, the, I, I believe that hundred percent. The problem is not one American outside of someone who knows someone knows about that. That's not right. That young man goes over there and gets hurt, gets dead. His family's going to be said, Hey, we messed up on a training mission. Here's your condolence he's not going to get any you know that that's uh that's just true uh, uh, fuller you made my head my head pop <laughs> i don't like that at all <laughs> um but you know it's it to me i just feel like if there's going to be boots on the ground if there's going to be uh and we're talking strictly from the military aspect obviously at this point there is time it takes 30 days to mobilize If you're sending any massive uh, amount of troops, it it takes that much time to mobilize. Yeah, it's not quick. It doesn't happen instantaneous, for sure. Um, So why don't you have time to ask? If you need to do a spending program, a.k.a. buying votes of people who want to have their loans paid off, and that's what this is, let's not beat around the bush, yes, it helps some folks. But it is a vote-buying deal. That's the only reason they do it is poll numbers have jumped because of it. Anyone wants to argue that with me, it's they're wrong. To answer your question, I can tell you why they don't
1: ask for permission. Because they believe, probably rightfully so, that it's far easier to be forgiven for something you've already done than to be given approval for something
0: you wish to do. Yeah, it's kind of like being married. <laughs> Sometimes it's better sure. to ask for forgiveness than it is permission. Sure. But the problem with that is that forgiveness is never coming. And then we have presidents and, and everyone who is who is anyone has seen this the last several elections. Several. Will spend the first year of their presidency undoing what the, the, the previous president did by executive orders and then doing his own. And then the next president does the exact same thing. So now they've. Not only wasted two years of our time to get there, they've now wasted a year of our time that we're paying them for just undoing what the previous guy done because it wasn't an actual law. Yep. That's my final law on that, or my final word on that. It's they're outdated. They need to be very specific. And I think that they should have some accountability that. Okay, we've done that, but now it's time to not do that without approval. Well, we have there is a little that.
1: bit of accountability. If you research it further, you'll see several that have been overturned by the Supreme Court. Not nearly enough, especially when you're looking at certain presidents that did thousands. But uh, yeah, absolutely, it. Another thing, you know the old expression of if you give an inch, they will take a mile? Oh, yeah. That's what presidents have done for a long time. Yeah. And There's nothing that- Congress, it.
0: Hey, Weak Congress, uh, Mitch McConnell, allows
1: that crap to happen. Well, but it's, I mean, Mitch McConnell, yes, but keep in mind, this is nothing new. No, no, I did you know, FDR, I didn't. 1930s, and early 40s. I can't fix those people. I agree. But I'm just saying the problems have been going on for a long time. Right. And also I think what comes into play is what I just said. How do you legislate and get rid of it but still protect the guy who has a legitimate need to make some executive orders and give him the ability to do it?
0: Oh, I, I'm not for sure how you do that. I, I don't know either. I'm just saying that at some point went way too far. they should be like, okay, well, we sent we sent uh, twenty four in 24 hours we can mobilize a Marine infantry battalion. Those guys are there. They're doing the thing. Now we've, we've stopped. We've, we've done whatever we had to do to contain whatever we had to contain. Now we have to go to Congress. Now we have to go to Senate. This, this Since Vietnam, or Korea, I guess, how many different wars have we fought without an actual war, declaration many, many. of war? Many. You know, and that cuts out, and, and if I'm wrong, guys, you all let me know. But if there's not an actual declaration of war, that cuts out some of the benefits the soldiers get for that declaration. Um, So another, we could talk all day about this. This fires me up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really need some cookies. I need some wine. I don't have either tonight. (laughs) We needed four downloads to get wine tonight, Jerry. Four! I feel like a golfer. Four! (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, that's all I got for tonight. What do you got? You got anything else? One thing. Our email uh, feed pics to Jerry no. at uh, newsworthy with Steve and Jerry that and one, gmail.com. Sorry, that was uh, deleted. <laughs>
1: that was, uh, deleted. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Guys, thanks as always. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for several of you been with us here for. A very long one tonight.
0: Real quick, sure. Real quick, uh, Kevin says if there's no declaration, it hurts the reserve and the guard the most. Uh, Peyton, who also served in the Marines, said that he received combat and hazard pay for all of his time in Syria, so that's good. Um, <laughs> Kevin says you're you're growing on him. <laughs> who, he loves me, but you're he's you're growing on him. <laughs> Facts tend to do that. Facts. Facts me Oh that. gosh, you and your facts. Search, not a raid. Raid, not a search. See, th- this is why I'm growing on him. Facts. Whatever. Opinion. Whatever. Guys, <laughs> thank you. Like, share a show. Send feet pics to Jerry at no, please don't. <laughs> Newsworthy with Steve and Jerry at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories or ideas for shows. Uh we will talk to you guys next week.